In this episode of the Niche Blogging Tips Podcast, we're going to discuss how to start a blog in today's digital world. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Niche Blogging Tips Podcast, where we help you start and grow a successful blog. And now your host, Andre Vaughn. The thought of having a blog is so important, especially when you're new, but just like a lot of new bloggers, you get stuck in a lot of different places because you're getting information from a whole bunch of different places and different bloggers or whatnot. But what we did was we put together a free mini course and we call it the five day blogging mini retreat. And you can get that at nichebloggingtips.com or anywhere on the website. That's nichebloggingtips.com. Sign up for our five day blogging mini retreat. It's a free mini course. A free five-day blogging mini-retreat is what we call it. Check that out at nichebloggingtips.com. Anytime you hear me discuss starting a blog, I am specifically talking about starting a blog on WordPress and not wordpress.com, wordpress.org. And that entails making sure you go out and purchase a domain name, your www. whatever your name is or whatever the name of the the site you want to name the site.com. So I'm talking about going and buy a dot com, a dot com site and not a dot com site, but a dot com domain name and purchasing the hosting. So you can host the site yourself. That way you have complete control over everything. And it involves several steps, but it's a straightforward process. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about 10, pretty much 10, 10 steps to how you go about starting your blog on WordPress in today's digital world. The first thing I'm going to discuss, the first step is choose a niche and define your audience. And you're going to hear me say this a lot. Yes, I say niche. I know some people say niche, but I say niche. It's the name of the podcast, Niche Blogging Tips Podcast. And I've tried and I've tried and I've tried to say niche. Every now and then I might get a little cute and say niche, but it's the way I talk. Hey, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. So niche blogging tips. Choose a niche and define your audience. So whatever it is it is that you're into that you want to show the world, that you want to share to the world. Choose that niche. You can blog about that niche and define the audience that you're looking for. Me, I'm looking for helping beginning bloggers with niche sites or niche blogs or just blogging in general. So before you start your blog, decide on your niche topic that you're passionate about, that you have an audience at least an audience in your head that, you know, that you want, you want to be seen with. And this will help you create content that resonates with your target readers. The next step in the process that you want to do is you want to make sure that you choose a niche name, choose a domain name. You, you can put your niche name in the domain. For instance, this is niche blogging tips and choosing that domain name and a hosting provider. And you're going to do that in the same step. When you choose a domain name, you're going to pick a domain name that reflects, like I said, the blog content and it's easy to remember. You can use, there's so many domain 
registrars like Namecheap, GoDaddy. So there's a number of them out there. Choosing a hosting provider, select a reliable provider, somebody like HostGator, Bluehost, SiteGround. Consider factors like server performance, customer serve, customer support rather, and pricing. So yeah, these the the domain registers, they're um the hosting providers rather. All of them are not the same. So do some review. You can look up all the reviews before you make a purchase or whatnot. Um, we recommend really a lot of different ones. SiteGround in particular, Bluehost, HostGator, even Namecheap. Consider factors like, like I said, server performance. And what I was saying is all of the hosting providers, they're not going to have like the same speeds or what have you. Customer support may be a little different in some of them. The good thing that I can say about most hosting providers is that they have awesome customer service support. So if you're ever in trouble or ever have any questions when you're building out your blog, when you're starting your blog, you can always put in a ticket for a customer service and they usually reply back. Even they, they even have, you know, the online deal to where you can um you can go on the site and you can ask them a question right then and there. They may have a live customer service rep right there. And the pricing, the pricing is going to be similar depending on which hosting provider. And the ones that I name are the ones that you should start off with. There's other ones that are possibly a little better than the ones that I named. And I wouldn't get those yet until your blog is at a certain level until you have enough traffic on that blog to where maybe you can pay more for hosting and you can get more of a, um, I don't want to say a re- more of a reliable service, but just better hosting to where your site could hold a lot of traffic. The next step I have is installing WordPress. This is after you get your domain name and hosting provider. Installing WordPress. Most hosting providers offer a one-click WordPress installation process where you can log into your hosting account and find the WordPress installer and follow the instructions. You're going to need to make sure that you configure your basic settings after you install WordPress, things such as your title, your tagline, time zone, and the WordPress dashboard. The next step I have in starting a blog in today's digital world is choosing a WordPress theme. Choosing a responsive and visually appealing theme for your blog is very important. You can either use the WordPress theme itself or you can buy a premium thing. I would recommend you to get a premium thing. Even if your your money is uh is not up to par to where you're just starting off, you don't have a lot of money. Yeah, you can start using a regular WordPress theme and later on change to a premium. So don't think that like at the beginning that you have to just run out and go spend a bunch of money on a premium WordPress thing. Actually, there's a lot of different premium things out there. I like so many of them. The one the one I was going to say was um, Optimize Press. Optimize Press is, is one that has a lot of different themes within it. There's a lot of them out there. So I'll try to, I'll try to link up some down in the show notes. 
install and customize that theme within the WordPress dashboard. Customizing the theme settings to match your brand and your preferences is very important. The one thing that you should do in the next step is install essential plugins. Plugins are very important. I always say the plugins are like the apps on your phone. The apps on your blog are called plugins. Install plugins such as Yoast SEO for search engine optimization. And a, you can install a caching, caching plugin for performance. I'll try to get into that a little more on the, the ones that I would prefer you to put you to use when building out your blog. Explore additional plugins depending on your blog needs. Explore and install additional plugins for features like social sharing, contact forms, and analytics. The thing that you must keep intact, the thing that you definitely, definitely want to understand with plugins is that you want to make sure that you don't have too many of them. So I always say stay in a range of, depending on what type of site you're building, stay in the range of 10 to 15 plugins. Probably don't even have to have that many, but I definitely wouldn't go over 20. I definitely wouldn't have over 20 plugins. Shouldn't need 20 plugins. And the reason that you don't want to overload your site with a bunch of plugins because it'll slow your site down. It will slow your site down. Sometimes when you have too many of those plugins that they could somehow compromise your site. That's why I always say if you're ever in trouble, if you ever have, let's say if your site's not working, you built a site and then you log on and it's not functioning right, more than likely it's a plug-in. So the quickest way to fix that is to delete or uninstall plug-in. You can do it one at a time to see what the problem is. We're running that on WordPress, no question about it. We put together a resource page for a lot of things that we don't talk about in these episodes. Make sure you check that out. It has things such as ebooks, audiobooks, which are things that are for sale. Also, it has things such as different affiliate links that help us pay the bills. So make sure you check this out at nicheblogging.tips.com forward slash resources. That's nicheblogging.tips.com forward slash resources. Now back to the show. The next step, step number six in starting your own blog in the digital world is create importing pages. You have to create essential pages when you are building out a blog. Pages such as your home page, about us, contact, a privacy policy page. So make sure you build those out. Home, about, contact, privacy. You can use a built-in WordPress page editor to create and publish these pages. So it's real easy. Just click the page button. Click Once you click on the, the page to make a particular page, you know, add the title, then that's when you put the content in there. Whether you want to put images or, or not on those particular pages, make sure you have a, obviously a blog page. Step seven, writing your first blog post. This is the content creation part of starting a blog in today's digital world. Start by writing and publishing your first blog post, no matter what it is. Just make sure that I would say, make sure when you're writing that first post, it could be a post of like 500 words with 
a couple of images. Use an engaging title, break up the text with headings and image and make sure that your content is valuable to your readers. So whatever it is that you, you're putting out, if you um have, if you started the content creation process of searching what type of content that you want to use, you want to make sure that you're looking at, I guess, other blogs also to see how they're writing, what they're writing about or what have you. 500 words is, is fine for your first blog post. Your next blog post, obviously you can, your word count could be more than 500. You want to keep everything at like 500 because Google is not going to be favorable. The search engine is not going to be favorable to just 500 words content in every blog post in most niche niches. I say it in niche in most niches, niches. <laughs> I keep saying that because somebody, somebody got mad at me one time and uh, said it's niche, not niche. Hey man, wherever you from is niche to me. So if you want somebody else to say niche or whatnot, Hey, maybe this is not the, the platform for you. So step number eight, implement SEO best practices. You want to optimize for search engine optimization. And that's something that I was just talking about when I was talking about the search engines being favorable to your content. That Yoast SEO plugin, man, it's a lifesaver to optimize your blog posts for search engines. Focus on writing high quality, relevant content with proper keyword usage. It tells you everything within that Yoast SEO plugin on the on the, if you scroll, once you install a plugin and you start writing your content, you can scroll like down to the bottom and you'll see, you'll see it. It'll let you know. So you want to make sure that it'll give you a whole bunch of green check marks and it'll tell you if it's orange, if it's, you know, okay. And it'll also give you a red indication in some areas also when you need to add certain things or when the particular content is not up to par. So that's why that Yoast SEO plugin is a lifesaver. It's a must for me. Step number nine, promote your blog. Here is what today's digital world, I guess that part of the episode, here's why that's so important because obviously social media, you want to share your content on social media. Once you build up enough traction in your blog, people are going to start sharing your blog for you. Or if you use certain audience platforms such as Pinterest, people are really going to share it for you. But make sure you create your social media accounts for your blog and share your content regularly. Also make sure within that, make sure you're not just sharing your content. Make sure you're engaging with that particular page also on other pages. You don't just want to share your stuff. If you just share your stuff, it's not going to mean anything to that particular platform. So make sure you engage on platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I wouldn't say Instagram. I mean, you can you can have an Instagram for your blog and you can promote your stuff on Instagram. So, yeah, I'm not ah, I'm not going to I'm not going to say don't do Instagram, but Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, then Instagram. You want to build an email list also. And that's a whole nother a whole nother video that I'll be doing in the future about building your email list, set up an email newsletter using ConvertKit, MailChimp, AWeber. Encourage your visitors to subscribe to receive updates for your blog. The good thing about building the email list is that you can make an offer in exchange for the email list. So let's say if you are really doesn't matter what what you're doing, but if you if you have an offer and you're offering information in return for an email, 
that's a good thing because you can create an email newsletter and you can actually share your blog posts within that email newsletter. While you're building that list, anytime people want to, let's say if you, let's say if you are offering something, you need to offer some of value. First of all, that's really what I'm trying to say. Offer something of value, offer something free. Maybe later on, maybe you got a course later on that you want to, that you want to promote and sell and you can use your email list with that. So promoting your blog, sharing on social media, building an email list is very essential when you start your blog. The last thing I'm going to talk about is, and this is step 10, this is monetizing your blog. And this is optional. You know, I know everyone is not going to build a blog to monetize it, but a lot of us are or want to monetize our blog. Explore monetization options. Once your blog has gained some traction, consider monetizing through methods like affiliate marketing, sponsored content, or selling digital products. Just remember, building a successful blog takes time, consistency, and effort, and keep producing valuable content and engaging with your audience and adapt your strategy based on feedback and analytics feedback and analytics those are those are the 10 steps in starting your blog i'll make a another piece of content i'll make a video for the video side the people on the youtube side i'll make a video at some point where i'll share my screen and we'll build a site we'll start a blog and i'll show you step by step process because I know some people even like on the audio side they can hear me they 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 understand most people will understand the concept but actually some people learn by actually seeing it get done the step by step way and um we'll do that so I kind of want to give on this show I kind of want to give different angles to the process of how to start a blog and it's it's different today building blogs than it was I guess 20 years ago and even a little further back than that, the process is a little different. It's actually easier to build now, but I think back in those days you were able to do more or or do, do a little less and make these shortcuts and do a lot of other different things in order to get traffic to your blog. But it's a little different now. You want to really concentrate on good content because when you concentrate on good content, your readers, they see that and they'll keep coming back and you want to do, you want to do it that way. So building, building a, a blog is important because people read. That's something that we need to understand when we understand our audience. How can we communicate our message to them? We can communicate our message on the audio side because people listen to audio. We can do it on the video side because people watch videos and we can do it through writing because people read and that's just the way people communicate. So kind of think of it from that perspective and think of it from that perspective when you are on this side, on the, on the blogging side. Thanks for checking us out and we'll see you in the next episode of the Niche Blogging Tips Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Niche Blogging Tips Podcast at www.nichebloggingtips.com. 